everyone. So glad you're joining us today. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited today to learn about a real upside of social media. Sometimes we don't hear about those things. And that's the Virginia Wildlife Facebook group. In in just three years, this group has amassed over 46,000 members and it's still growing. The group is a place to learn and share information, photos, events, and help with um, native Virginia wildlife. I'm a member of this Facebook group. And you know, what got my attention about it is the help it provides in educating the public about wildlife, demystifying wildlife and providing prompt, reliable assistance with wildlife emergencies. So the Virginia Wildlife Facebook group works to break barriers in the way of humane and respectful coexistence with wildlife. With some exceptions, Virginia has many of the same wildlife that you'll find in other regions of the U.S. and even other countries. You know, so even if you're outside Virginia, this group really has something to offer to anyone with a problem, uh, a question, or somebody that's just curious about wildlife, even if you're outside of Virginia. So Virginia wildlife might just be that model that other states or regions may want to implement, you know, for celebrating wildlife, as well as educating the public how to coexist with and approach wildlife problems and challenges. So joining me on the podcast today is Catherine Huntress, one of the administrators or what's called admins for the group and an identified expert in wildlife conservation. Welcome, Catherine. So the Virginia Wildlife Facebook group just since 2019 has amassed over 46,000 members with 12 administrators or admins and moderators and 28 group experts that manage and respond to dozens of daily posts and thousands of comments every week about Virginia wildlife. So this is really not a small job and it's all voluntary. So, you know, please tell us a little bit about the admins and the moderators of the Virginia wildlife Facebook group. So we have a core group of administrators that started the group together and managed the page. There are nine people from different parts of the state, and most of us are wildlife rehabilitators. We generally have a broad wildlife experience, but specific expertise areas. The primary goal of the group has been to educate the public about Virginia wildlife, and the core group of administrators ensures that we operate with specific guidelines, rules, and keeps the conversations focused on the mission. As administrators of all large Facebook groups, we spend a lot of time um, attending to members that don't really understand the rules and eliminating trolls, as you would say. And we have an ongoing dialogue through the day behind the scenes to deal with any issues or controversies or studying or researching. While we are from diverse backgrounds, we have all seen this group built into one of the largest Facebook groups for wildlife enthusiasts. And we are very proud of the accomplishments that we've achieved, especially in the areas where animals are vulnerable to human aggression, we have educated the members on reacting appropriately and better enjoying and appreciating wildlife. Okay, so there's a large group of admins, moderators, and experts. However, there's a core group of nine who are working regularly, again, volunteering regularly to manage the group, monitor activity, and then also enforce and instruct on group rules where needed. Catherine, you mentioned that one of the group's greatest contributions is educating members about wildlife vulnerable to human aggression. 
You know, this can include things like snakes, bats, insects, like spiders, and um, predatory, even predatory wildlife, including hawks and, and of course, others. In the time I've been a member of the group, I've seen a lot of posts about snakes. Many members regularly admit fear of snakes. And I think I saw one recent post where a member said, in quotes, snakes are my kryptonite. You know, with that said, I've observed many comments from members about how they've learned not to fear snakes and how to respond to and even help snakes. And that's a really big barrier that you guys have broken. Thank you. So our next question, Catherine, what inspired the creation of the Virginia Wildlife Facebook group? So the group was originally inspired by frustration from the public about not being able to find help with injured wildlife. Um, Specifically, there was a beaver in the James River Park in Richmond that was injured, unstable, drawing big crowds and lunging at people out of fear. All sorts of calls were made to help, but nobody was available. Similar issues happen across Virginia every day. And even still, some fighters are finding it hard to get in contact with the right people. There are wildlife rehabilitators in a few large Uh, wildlife hospitals, but generally rescuing and treating injured animals depends on the kindness of local animal control groups, um, vets who volunteer their services and medications, and citizens or volunteer transporters to get the animal to the right place. We recruited many of the rehabbers around the state as moderators so they could help people depending on where they were located, thus creating the group in March of 2019. As part of the original mission to educate people about wildlife, we also recruited many statewide experts in various species and areas um, as moderators because rehabbers' knowledge can be limited to rehab and the specific behaviors of the species that they might be limited to. And for a full year, the membership was small and mostly experts talking to each other. But over time, and especially as COVID came in, the membership expanded rapidly. We attracted um, the best wildlife photographers around the state. um, And then all manners of questions started coming in. We started keeping track of the correct answers. Ultimately, the group hit an expansion that even other people in smaller groups or town community groups started suggesting people to turn to for help. That's really interesting. And I guess if we can look at the bright side of the pandemic for a minute, for a moment, you know, one of the outcomes for the Virginia Wildlife Facebook group was greater engagement and discussion about emergency rescue and response issues and learning about wildlife. So it's great to hear also that you have a network of rehabbers and other experts in the group that are available to respond to posts and requests for help and information. I have personally noticed that there's really rapid response to requests for help, particularly when someone's encountered what they believe to be an injured or sick wildlife. Catherine, tell us about the most surprising post you've had on the group. I'd say for me personally, the most surprising post we've had or the ones that we have is when a member has been in the group for quite some time. And we see their name, we know who they are, they've been active, but still disregard previous suggestions and other posts by keeping an animal for quite some time or releasing a bird that struck a window that should see a rehabber. And of course, the occasional admins are terrible, take me out of the group. Uh, Those are the most surprising because we've operated the same way. very strictly. Uh, So we assume that people can get kind of used to it. And we do put our rules 
right at the beginning of the page and you do have to read them before you are accepted. So we really hope that people, you know, get a gist of how the group is run, but sometimes it just, those posts come through anyway, and we have to take a step back and, and, and review as much as we can. Keeping animals when you shouldn't and not following the group's rules. Yes, these are not good things. So what I find really helpful about uh, the your Facebook group, Virginia Wildlife, is that they keep a list of documents and files um, that address many of the most common issues and questions that seem to come up in the posts. And folks can find that under the files section of the main page. And let me just read a few of the titles. And these are documents that like reference documents and files that anybody can access. Um, so here we go about mange and that has to deal with animals that potentially could have mange. How do injured or orphan wildlife get from the rescue site to a permitted rehabber? How to find a permitted wildlife rehabilitator in Virginia. I found a bird egg, not in a nest. What do I do? Got squirrels, get baffles, about rabies, deer and vehicle collision, how to help a living injured deer, what to do when a bird hits a window. So these are all um, documents that address these issues that are found on the main uh, Facebook page for Virginia Wildlife. And I also, so you can read those anytime. And I also want to add that the main Facebook page for Virginia Wildlife has an about section that lists all the group rules. There's also a tab labeled featured which contains posts that regularly remind participants of the group rules. And um, Virginia Facebook admins are very consistent and very nice about reminding folks of the rules. And they're always up there for anybody to take a look at. So uh, moving on, Catherine, is there a common question that's frequently asked on the group? Absolutely. Um, to of the most common questions that come to mind is, is this poisonous or is it rabid? Um, which of course we want to address right away. Um, addressing these kind of questions help not only educate the public on what to look for, for identification or sick behavior, but also to correct and reduce fear and myth. So we definitely uh, get on those questions with generalized answers as much as possible. Excellent. Thank you uh, for doing that important work of changing and reducing fear of wildlife and also educating folks on what they do need to know. You know, so much of our belief and reactions to wildlife are still based on myths, superstitions, and a lot of misinformation. So last July, and this is July 2022, um, the group posted that they had reached 39,000 members and asked the group members to share what they had learned. Virginia Wildlife also posted the same question recently in this month, January 2023, when membership rose to over 46,000 members. So I'm curious what kind of responses you received. A lot of repeated awesome information in that post, you know, what to do with window strike head trauma birds, not releasing them after an hour if they're acting fine and to bring them to a rehabber regardless because um, the old protocol is incorrect and the new protocol is bringing birds in, having them evaluated because they are now often um, passing away or not making it due to injuries after. So seeing that being repeated was really great. Um, not you know, not to be afraid of spiders, snakes, how to identify both of them, um, always calling a rehabber, not giving any food, water to any injured, orphaned, or sick wildlife. Um, don't try to comfort wildlife with voices or touch because it's actually scary to them and can stress them out. 
how to spot and protect baby rabbit nests, specifically from domestic animals, how to tell if a baby bird needs help and if it's a nestling or a fledgling. And now at 46,000 members last week, we asked the same question. Uh, we got a lot of the same answers, a lot about spiders, snakes, um, common things that people are afraid of. And then there were a lot of good, um, almost emotional answers, which I love to see. Reading those kind of really stuck out to me. Some of them were, you know, I've learned that not all good intentions are good specifically for that animal. Um, sharing timely science-based and humane information continues to save thousands of animals from prolonged suffering and unintentional cruelty. That was a good one to me. Um, there is an exceptionally large amount of awesome people in the state that are willing to go the extra mile to help wildlife. We love to see that. Humans and animals are equal and we can coexist side by side just by respecting each other. That is a perfect answer to me. Um, and that's the snake appreciation in this group is contagious, which was really great to hear. It was pretty awesome. Wow. This is really powerful testament and evidence of the impact that Virginia Wildlife has had. I want to repeat just some of the key things the public has learned about living with wildlife. And these this, this comes from member posts on the Facebook group. So what to do with window strike birds, not releasing them after an hour and bringing them in to see a rehabber. The new protocol is to bring birds in and have them evaluated, not being afraid of spiders and snakes and how to identify venomous and non-venomous snakes, not giving any food or water to any injured or orphaned wildlife, always contacting a rehabber in these instances. Don't try to comfort wildlife with voices, music, or touch because this can actually be frightening and stressful to them how to spot and protect baby rabbit nests, how to tell if a baby bird needs help. I've learned that not all good human intentions are good for wildlife. Humans and animals can coexist. And I really love this response from one of your members um, that came in recently on your, on your post. I have learned that sharing timely science-based and humane information and beautifully moderated by the administrators of this page continues to save thousands of animals from prolonged suffering and unintentional cruelty. So well stated. So Catherine, our last question for today is, what else should we know about the Virginia Wildlife Facebook group? So between the admins and many group experts, we really do love what we do. We act on professionalism strictly because wildlife deserves it. We believe that the best defense for wildlife is a good offense, and that is educating the public. And that is and always will be one of the main defenders for our native wildlife. You know, basic respect goes a long way. And if we can just teach one person and get them excited about what they're learning, we know that information will spread. We hope that, you know, all states can follow suit and create a group like this to help conserve and protect all things wild and free. And at the end of the day, science, protocols, needs and behaviors will change or update, which means our members will teach us or help us learn just as much as we educate them. Admins do let loose. We have fun. We make jokes. But when it comes to the group, we act as professional as humanly possible. Um, we are not only watched by state officials, but many old and new rehabbers as well. And we want to set an example and make them as proud as we are about how far this group has come. And lastly, again, we do love what we do. Um, we really do want to help 
the barrier and break it between humans and wildlife because there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of myths out there. Um, and our job is to break that and help people feel more comfortable about what they're learning and their experiences and help them enjoy wildlife while protecting it at the same time. Well, of course, you guys are fun. But first and foremost, you are professionals. Thank you so much, Catherine, and everyone involved in creating and managing the Virginia Wildlife Facebook group, including its members, has a lot to be proud of. You know, these are all, um, particularly the folks who are running the group and responding and helping and providing information. These are all skilled, experienced, educated folks, but they're also volunteers. You know, your accomplishments are enormously self-evident when you look on the Virginia Wildlife Facebook page. And it's also evident that you love what you do and you are breaking barriers in our capacity to coexist with wildlife be respectful and humane in our interactions with them. So we're calling all states to join in on this important work. Virginia Wildlife has blazed the trail. Please visit the Virginia Wildlife's Facebook group um, page. I have a link on my podcast episode as well as on my blog where you can easily get there. I hope you'll also stop by my website, www.copperrangellc.com, where you can learn about me view or purchase my photography, read the free blog and download free podcasts like this one and find out where to follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for listening today. Have a great day.